Welcome to the podcast that transcends awareness into practice. In this season, entitled Harmony in Relationships, we will explore together the steps in the dance of relationship. Each episode builds on the one that preceded it. I present your question. Your question, I respond. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. In um, this season, which is called Harmony in Relationships, we are doing disharmony in relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm doing that because um, disharmony is as much a part as harmony. So you got a chance to take a listen to my presentation about disharmony. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you're coming with? Yeah, I, I mean, I have there. It's it's wow, you know, like I, I, there's so many amazing things and insights about disharmony that um, and really made me think about things that I have not thought about before. And like the first thing that comes to mind is this like allowing of disharmony, and and I imagine in in a relationship that is does have a good balance you have this balance of harmony and disharmony and and you use this harmony as an alarm like you said to like pay attention it's telling you something like and this is your opportunity like is there something really wrong or is this an opportunity to grow you know like pay attention to it and use it as an opportunity for growth so like that holding the two and knowing that they are both in a relationship, you know, instead of trying to push away this, this harmony to me was like such a big, important part of this. Yeah. You see in the, in the beginning, usually relationships, of course, start with harmony. (laughs) We are together because we want to be together. We get along and everything is, things are good. Um, Disharmony is an alarm in the beginning, you know, in the and beginning is relative. Beginning can be a few months or a few years beginning. So let's not get stuck what beginning means for each couple. So in, yeah, in the beginning, um, disharmony is, a, but if it becomes disharmony characterizing the relationship, that's a different situation. Yeah. But because a lot of, I mean, I'm working with a lot of couples and they're afraid of disharmony. They, they're afraid to have a fight. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that, that, that afraid to have the conflict or just, you know, try to be like, all right, I'm just gonna essentially like give in here because it'll just. Do you relate to that? Um, Which part do you relate to? Well, so, so actually, yes. um, I mean, I, I relate to all of it. <laughs> um, 
um, but one of the things that it really brought to my attention was that like in past relationships, I always thought like, okay, there needs to be a breaking point And then I will know that this relationship is over and like, or they'll break up with me. And like, I had this like, like fear of, you know, like, oh, but there's all these good things. So, you know, and I love this person. So we should be together, even though there were things that were really like, there was a lot of disharmony. And if at the time, like I had had this awareness and, and these questions, these seven questions you talk about to explore, I would have known like, okay, there are good qualities here. I love this person, but it's actually not harmonious for me. And it's not the way that I want what I need in a relationship. And I can still love you and love what we have, but like, it's not right. And that's okay. And like, I think that if I had known that, I had listened to this podcast. Um, Instead of what? Instead of what? Instead of waiting and waiting and waiting and it becoming more and more and more and more disharmony. So um, the, the initial disharmony. Ah, so when yeah. you knew we are okay, but we, we don't belong together and to yeah. just embrace that. And it doesn't yeah. mean I'm bad or you're bad. It's just the way it is. That's what you mean. It, yeah. it, it could have, you know, not wait longer than, than or, you know, or, um, yeah, overstay your welcome, <laughs> so to speak. Right. right. Because at the time I was like, well, when it's, when it's really bad and this is over, I'll know it. Got it. So it does, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to wait. I mean, there are yeah. certain things that when you see, yeah. Yeah. So you, you're saying that it helped you, um, recognize this harmony and it, it, there are certain, like I was, I was going down those different questions. Um, if it's something that, you know, this is not going to get, it's not about getting fixed. It's just, we don't go together. Right. And it's okay. Like that's okay. okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think for me, like, that was never okay. Like, like, what do you mean? If, if it's not, if like, you know, trying to push any disharmony that was creeping up or, or these signals or these alarms, like instead of exploring it, I would just bury it, bury it, bury it until, like you said, it becomes like not repairable anymore. Like it's done and it breaks. (laughs) Why, why do you think you were, and I'm asking you that, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners um, might relate to that or might be helpful with that. Do you know why um, they were you were a bit scared of of this harmony, or wanted wanted wanting to kind of avoid it? So, uh, for me, I feel like. First of all, you're, I was never taught how to have a relationship or, or you know, it was never talked about. It's just something that, oh, you have a relationship and that's that. So I, I have definitely experienced a lot of disharmony, like starting in high school with my relationships, like because I didn't know, like I just thought, oh, it should be great all the time and it's going to be great and 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 then I was like pushing this away and then this fear of 
if I if I had been able to ask myself that question, like, who were you? And like, what did you need out of this relationship? Like, why did you start this relationship? That question that you asked, like, was it out of loneliness or or whatever that was at the time? I think I would have been able to have a much better answer as to why I feared so much this disharmony. Um, but I, I think you said something that it's quite, um, it's quite um, f common. Yeah, out there is um, a relationship should always be loving and harmonious. It, it's almost not a lot of it's not uh, disharmony is not embraced anywhere <laughs> it's something to be avoided i mean that's yeah. you know and and it's like um uh, what is happening out there about having children oh it's great is nobody's talking about the responsibility and and the difficulties really or even yeah. getting married everybody's talking about how great and nobody's talking about the hundred percent independence it's over I mean the losses the gains and the losses uh, of of a situation and definitely disharmony is is not a limitation um, it, but it's not pleasant to talk that it's to admit or to talk about or that is part of being in a relationship don't yeah. get scared <laughs> That's I, a I mean, get yeah yeah, no, in my head, it was like, oh, I have to, whatever I need to do to keep this harmony and like keep this happy relationship, I'll do. And then when there was this harmony, either I pushed it away or it like really devastated me. And as we're talking still to this day, when like something's not exactly, you know, like, I don't want to use the word perfect. It's not, that's not the best word, but like when something is not, you know, going as I, I thought it should be, I get like, like, oh, like, no, like, this is supposed to be like, you know, great. Like, why are we here? And and instead of em embracing it, like, oh, no, this is a little alarm, like telling me something's off. And like, like, again, like the opportunity to grow, like, I still, I guess my, my instinct is to, to say like, no, how do I make this harmonious again? Yeah, and it's a lot of those, how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. it's, <laughs> it's a lot of those, you know, in our head, around us, people telling us, um, you know, reading, seeing movies about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think if we had been, uh, you know, from, from, from a younger age or just like a part of our society, like acknowledging this harmony and knowing like, so it is okay, you know, and, and doesn't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't, right. it's not negative. Yeah. Yeah. To see it from the angle of the alert, uh, alarm, instead of uh, devastation, and it's the, the beginning of the end, or it means n n this is not a good relationship. Mm. Right. Or not even realizing you're pushing that disharmony away. And that and then it's like building, it's like this, like this, roller coaster effect like before you know it you're on this this roller coaster because you've pushed it away so much and like it piled up it comes back yeah I, oh yeah hide it it comes back yeah oh so, yeah yeah i i do have a question about the um 
like these questions, these seven questions. So like when you're trying to like evaluate anything, you know, and, and, and looking back, um, you know, at like one of the questions that, that you said, was this a bad match from the beginning? Whoa. Like, oh, you know, and, and, and these like questions, it's like that you really don't, or I don't think about, you know, like, was it a bad match from the beginning? And like, who were you before? And what did you need? And what do you need now? Like, um, asking these questions, like, is this, so is the intent there, like, ask the questions, reflect, like, yeah, those questions okay those questions are questions they are very difficult questions and they're questions that you start asking i think i did mention that at the point that disharmony is starting to characterize your relationship mm-hmm. that the percentage is leans more into disharmony than harmony. So yeah. most of the time, most of the energy is spent on fighting, <laughs> on disagreeing or feeling bad, being unpleasant, not looking forward to being with each other. So when mm-hmm. that starts to um, be the main way, the dominant way that you are with your partner, then you go and you explore those seven questions that I had. Yeah. Y- you see, because those are very scary questions. Yes. <laughs> and um, there are answers that are, the, the answers are scary, but, um, and even if you're a different, you are now together for a different reason, it doesn't mean it's not a good re- way, uh, reason to be together, to stay together. If now you are, um, um, you know, the, not the same person anymore, and uh, maybe was it the right match? And even if those questions are, the answers you get are not pleasant answers, it doesn't mean, by the way, necessarily, automatically, that this is not going to work. So even if the answers are scary, at least it's a place to go. And if you decide to work on the relationship and let's say go to therapy or work together on the relationship, it can still be worked. But those are key questions to be explored. When the relationship is starting to be characterized with most of the time disharmony. Yeah. Yeah. Also with, with, I think expectations, you know, like you have these expectations in a relationship. Like, are these expectations I've had when I was, was, you know, this person or now, like what, where are these coming from? You know, like exploring that also, I think. Yeah. You see, the role of expectations in, in our life, they're necessary. They're there. I mean, they have very helpful aspects, having expectations in a relationship, having expectations in yourself, um, you know. But it's the grip one gets that the expectation 
gets met. And if it doesn't get met, then it's a disappointment. It's, you know, it's the grip of the result that you want that expectation to be fulfilled that really becomes the problem. Yeah. It's expectation. It's impossible not to have expectations. It's yeah. the grip to the result that your expectations actually manifest. They come true. That becomes a problem. And, yeah. and to have expectations and also being open to what comes, to what appears, to what uh, forms. And maybe it's not to what you expected, but instead of immediately ruling it not good, take a look at what did come, what did appear. Maybe this is really the direction that needed to go natural it was a most natural direction to go and your expectation was really not that realistic so even if you so we cannot basically what i'm saying it's impossible to escape expectations mm -hmm. in relationships is yeah. what how you handle those expectations and the results of the expectations that will create a problem yeah. So yeah. if you, if the grip you have about the expectations uh, manifesting the way you want them and you're not open to hear any other variation, what life brought, what the relationship brought, what the process brought, what the years brought, if you're not open to that, then it's, it's a problem. It, it, how is it a problem? You're not happy all the time. <laughs> you're yeah. miserable all the time. You feel disappointed all the time. That's how it's a problem, mostly yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. right, mm. right, right. I, I, and I, I wonder, like, by becoming aware of, like, who you were and who you are now and your needs might be different, like, if then exploring, like, oh, I expect this because I'm afraid of something or, oh, I'm, I am lonely here so like this is where this is coming from and like under having awareness around that like is something I think I want to explore more because it's it's like oh like where, where do my expectations come from and why like like what part of me is that coming from that's key that yeah. is really key because what part of you has different expectations um, should not be confused with that is the right way to live and there's a wrong way to live. Yes. That is just a part of you that holds a list of rules and a list of expectations of how things should be. Yeah. That's your reality. And yeah. that reality is the product of all the experiences before. Mm -hmm. A lot of very often we confuse reality with our reality. And reality with capital R is something very different. Mm -hmm. That um, then it, we are entering more uh, spirituality, more, you know, it, it goes into those directions. Each yeah. person's reality, it is what it is because it's the end product of their childhood, their experiences, their perceptions, what life brought to them, how they responded. 
So we form def- different um, yeah. expectations, but it doesn't mean it's written in stone that that's right and the reality, that's the reality with capital R because it's not. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So and that's when that's when a lot of disharmony happens when you hold your reality as the reality and your partner has a different reality and they think their reality is is the correct one and right. if you don't give space that it's that's yours and that's mine and mm-hmm. there are pluses and minuses in both of these realities and yeah. one knot is not right and the other is wrong necessarily. That's yeah. a big pit, pitfall that, uh, that couples fall into, that countries fall into. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm right and this is how it should be. And then, yes, that creates a lot of disharmony. It does. I, I, no, this is, this is how it needs to be done or like, you know. Why don't you think that, why, why don't you care about the, I don't know, the, the house as much as I do or taking care of it, you know, like these, these, these things that we, yeah. That, we that is the reacting. root. That is the root of disharmony. You see, when yeah. you, you, you hold on to your reality as the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other person that if it, they do it some, something different, then they're wrong and yeah. yeah and the other thing that you said before in terms of how you change one changes from the time we meet to now mm. as long as it gets dialogued it gets communicated uh, because a lot of times i hear couples say uh, i don't recognize this person that's not the person i married of course, yes, it's not because who you married is one you met at that time. You met that person in that particular part of their life, time of their life, which part of them was dominant. And we expand, we evolve, we shift, we change. And yes, who you see today, actually, it's not the person you saw you married 10 years ago. That is correct. But if you have a grip on, I want you to be like you used to be 20 years ago, then we have trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in in getting, in getting, um, uh, that's why I was talking about having dialogue during, I mean, it's important to talk about how you perceive yourself, how you perceive the other person. So it doesn't come one of those experiences that literally one morning you wake up, you open your eyes and you don't recognize the person next to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Becomes a shock and a big disappointment, of course, most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that I I actually want to do this exercise with myself and and then like have a conversation with with uh, my husband and be like and, and oh like you know like this is where I was like now here here's where I am now and like kind of I think that could be so interesting and eye opening because I have never thought about that yeah and and these expectations and like where they come from and like. Kind of reevaluating our realities. I think these questions are so important to ask 
especially like to to kind of go more towards harmony you know like to to create a more harmonious relationship and that's exactly right on Kristen in exploring these difficult questions and and it takes courage you know to go there to ask and to stay and to explore it does because what about if the answer is not uh, bad at the end you end up in harmony yeah yeah I mean that you don't try to when there's an effort to let's let's just be harmonious. Let's there's a, you try to bring harmony. It yeah. it becomes it's not natural. It's not spontaneous. It's not authentic. But yeah. when you go exploring, like asking these questions, and there's a dialogue and an openness, you end up in harmony. Yes. Yes. I'm actually ex- getting excited about it. Like, wow, this is, this is this is like a new way to to talk and to you know to open up that dialogue. Yeah, especially with relationships that are you know a few years old, and uh, you know life, everyday life seeps in, and yeah. routines and patterns seep in, and uh, you know. Um, busyness and all that busy, busy, and stopping to explore Mm -hmm. specifically on where I'm at and where is the relationship. It's so nourishing for the relationship. It's it's really watering the plant. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Usually I'm so focused on, oh, this is the problem. How do we resolve it? Why, why are we having this problem? You know, like, and, and, and instead this feels like a more positive way to approach it. Yeah. Yeah. So any other comments or questions? Yes. The only other thing Mm -hmm. that I, um, was wondering, can you use this, like, the, the this idea of disharmony and, like, kind of questions along the same line to evaluate other relationships in your life, like a, like a, a job and a work environment or, like, a friendship? hundred like percent, yes. Yeah. I mean, this season focuses more on romantic relationships, intimate relationships, but yeah. every single thing that um, is expressed and described and talked about about relationships, it applies 100% to any relationship that is important to you, is significant, there's a certain uh, feeling of commitment, whether it's a best friend, whether it's a family member, (laughs) uh, whether it's a a co-worker even, uh, you see? Um, all these apply there as well. Thank you for asking that, actually. Um, yeah. it, it, it's good to, to point that out again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, I think that could be very powerful. So I have, I found myself, myself in, uh, friendships with best friends where, where I'm like, what is going on here? Like this, this doesn't really serve me anymore, but I like love this person and, and like, you know, so, so yeah, that, that, 
really being able to sit down and explore and, and understand, you know, what's right for me. Yeah. Here. You see, the point of connection in one of the episodes, uh, I was talking and describing the points of connection and... Um, there's a point of connection, points of adjustments, and points of disconnection. A relationship risks, the only time a, rela a relationship risks really ending is when the point of connection shifted. It's no longer there. What originally brought you naturally together and held you together is no longer there. And nothing else came to replace it. Yeah. So the, the points of connection, of initial connection, I don't know if you remember, if you listened to that episode, they, we come together and we connect in natural ways that if that point is not there, there's no point for the relationship continuing. But even those points of connection over the years, when you're talking about long-term relationships, they might end or they might change. So flexibility and expansion and ev evolving, understanding that is constant change in everywhere, in ourselves, in relationships, in the world. There's constant movement, advancement actually. Uh, even if sometimes it doesn't look at all like advancement, overall it is. Um, so the point of connection if it's not there anymore and it's not replaced, then the relationship doesn't need to continue. It's nothing to continue it anymore. Yeah. Right. So right. to visit those areas, those what connects us, what do we have new or or, or you can add points of connection. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. So in, in the beginning, maybe uh, you get together with your husband because both of you are loving adventure and you're both adventurous and, and uh, traveling. And, and that was the original point of connection. And then you have children and that maybe needed to not so much adventure, not so much traveling. But now the new point of connection might be being parents, you see, and that continues. Yeah. Great. Kristen, thank you for coming on with uh, your, your um, suggestions and statements and, and comments and questions. And uh, I hope um, this was helpful. Yes, it was very helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you. The next thing coming up is finances. If you're interested in being on my podcast, please email me at awarenesssuckspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, yahara. <laughs>